Hi guys, K.O. here. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila, where we are working to inspire positive, radical social evolution by uniting mission-driven humans. This is one that is a cause close to my heart as we focus on strategic partnerships and influencers with my company, K.O. Alliance. This is an article by the New York Times that says most fitness influencers are doing more harm than good. Research suggests that many exercise-themed social media can be harmful to mental health. Here's how to find hashtag Fitspiration you can trust. So we're going to unpack it, learn how to find the good ones. So we are consuming the right media and the right inspirations from the right people. Take back the power, take back the control, and let's level up our lives on all levels, starting with the influence that we take in today. Have a great day. Be sure to check us out where you get your podcast and look for us on YouTube. Cheers. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Hi guys, KO here. Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila. Today we are talking about fitness and fitness influencers. If you know me, you know KO Alliance, my consulting company. We help companies get into the fitness space. We're big believers on strategic partnerships. That's what we specialize in. And that is usually influencers. We were doing this way before influencers was a thing because we worked with a lot of startups and it was cost and time effective to get them aligned with key voices that could reverberate their marketing message or service or mission through cost and, t- cost and time effective means by finding the right humans, which are now known as influencers, to bring on their team and reverberate that message authentically. Now, in 2023, we've been doing this for about, I don't even know, 20, 15 to 20 years for KO Alliance. Influencers have just gotten big over the past like 10 years, five years for the most part. The New York Times did a really cool uh, article on fit influencers. And the reason we started Turmeric and Tequila was because there was less and less transparency in the game as influencers and this marketing situation was taking off. I really wanted to highlight good humans were doing good things that might not get the attention that some of these other influencers that have millions of followers might get, but you know, they might have the people working with, it might have 200 to 500, whatever, a thousand, 5,000 followers, but have really incredible stories. I wanted to create this platform for our young people always most first and foremost, that's always my heart space. But everybody to see there's great people out there. There's unsung heroes. There's people questioning about a better way, challenging status quo. And they're doing stuff. Even though they don't have this big audience, check out what they're doing because these are notable people to look up to. So this article caught my attention. I want to talk about fitness influencers. And I think it's really good because it gives simple tips for parents out there. If you're my age and you've got kiddos, I'm 42. Maybe you have like 10 or 12-year-olds. Maybe you've got little kids. Whatever it is, this opens up the doors to having conversations around how do we handle social media and influencers out there. Fitness influencers are followed more than any other kind of influencer out there. So the power is really there. And we really got to be conscious consumers. That starts with us as leaders, as parents, as coaches. And then we've got to set the tone with our kiddos and our young people or anyone around us, even our parents now, that when they didn't grow up with Facebook or Instagram or whatever, they're taking headlines and just thinking that it's real. And usually it's not. So we've got to really be conscious on what we're doing. Let's unpack this article, but this is the bit I wrote on fitness influencers in this article that I posted on LinkedIn. I think it's worthwhile of a whole podcast. So we're going to lean in. I said, awesome read from the New York Times on fitness influencers. We, KO Alliance LLC, have been talking about this for years and have been working to further expose the lack of transparency and basically preaching of thinness amongst many top health, wellness, fitness influencers, in quotes. Hence, we are hypersensitive on who we work with and facilitate strategic partnerships with. 
So we're deeply intentional. The industry smoke and mirrors are a major inspiration for our resident podcast, Turmeric and Tequila. Ding, ding, ding. This is us. Where we highlight real hashtag varsity humans challenging status quo. We are passionate about sharing qualified, diverse voices that have blazed their own trail their way authentically. It's not about sales. And no, if it's authentic and it's real, the sales will come. That's a whole other podcast. There are many amazing influencers truly trying to share their gifts in this in this world the right way, but it's on us as consumers to filter out the BS and hold the not-so-responsible fit, fit influencers, companies, sponsors, and partners of these BSers accountable. Unfollow. Do your own research. Vote with your dollar and spend your money elsewhere. We are here for the positive side of all this as health and wellness and fun are at the corner of what KO Alliance companies values are, but there is always space for the truth and an open conversation on how this impacts society as a whole, but especially our young people. Clarity keeps accountability. Great tips on how to navigate filtering fit flincers in this article and how to help your kiddos with the process as well. Let's all take notes. The good rises to the top. So this is absolutely a hot take on fit Influencers. So this is, the article says fit influencers. I'm going to keep trying to probably flum that up as fit influencers, but fit influencers, we're going with it. Lean in. Um, it's a hot take calling some of them out. We don't do a ton of hot takes on turmeric and tequila. Sometimes we do, sometimes on politics, whatever. I really stay out of that because we're about the good. There's enough of the crap going on. This one, I really just want to take a hot take saying, okay, let's recognize what it is. Let's be conscious consumers and let's pick out the ones that are doing good. This isn't just to call out uh, all the fit influencers for what's going on. It's to say, acknowledge the ones that are doing it right and doing it well. And then the ones that aren't like unfollow and move on. So this is the article, the New York Times. It came out a couple months ago in 2023. It says most fitness influencers are doing more harm than good. Research suggests that many exercise themed social media can be harmful to mental health. Here's how to hashtag fitspiration you can trust. According to some estimates, Instagram is home of around 50,000 fitness influencers, most claiming to have a secret to a healthy lifestyle while some share science-backed helpful tips. Others promote fitness advice that's misguided at best and dangerous at worst. In a new study, researchers found that nearly two-thirds of the 100 most popular fitfluencers, a term that can be described as any influencer who posts content related to fitness, lacked sound advice or posted messages that could negatively affect people's mental and physical health by, say, promoting exercise as a tool to become skinnier. Much of what we could be called, much of what could be called fitfluencer content is really just thin inspiration, thinspiration in disguise, says Renee English a professor of psychology at Northwestern University who studies how media influences body images and was not involved in the research. Several previous studies have shown that exposure to images that encourage a specific physique is correlated with a dip in body satisfaction, mood, and self-perceived sexual attractiveness. It also has been linked to disordered eating. Being able to distinguish between healthy promoting accounts and potentially harmful ones can be challenging even for researchers. An influencer might post a useful tutorial on how to safely do squats, she wrote in an email, but then will follow it up with content promoting ineffectiveness or even dangerous weight loss supplements. So how can you find credible accounts? You should look for ones when deciding which influencers to follow. Here are four rules of thumb from the experts. Do a gut check and ask yourself one critical question. Stephanie Roth Goldberg, a clinical social worker and therapist in New York who works with athletes, suggests asking yourself, does this fitness influencer make you feel good in your own skin? 
this is really important. Now, lean into your own intuition. We can give you all the tips myself, the New York Times, whatever. Trust your gut. We are all aware humans, even our young people that are privy to social media and on it all the time, you know when something doesn't feel right, trust it. If browsing the account leads you to feel guilt or body shame, she said, that should be an automatic unfollow as research has shown that these feelings can fuel unhealthy fitness habits and undermine both the physical and psychological benefits of exercise. If you're a parent of teenagers with social media accounts, it's important to guide them through the same process. According to newly recommendations, newly issued recommendations from the American Psychological Association, the group urges parents to train kids to question the accuracy of social media content before they even open accounts and discourage them from comparing their bodies to what they see online. One of the best things parents can do is sit with their kids and open up a conversation about social media, Miss Roth Goldberg said. Not only can this help parents understand what their kids are getting out of each account, it can also provide kids with language to describe how they, how they feel and what they see makes them feel. Find accounts that focus on what your body can do. Take a close look at the images, videos, and text features on that account when you are exposed to content and encourage the content that encourages us to exercise for functionality, strength, and mental health. We are more likely to cultivate a healthy relationship with our own bodies. So this is really big. Again, lean into the intuition and understand what's going on, but open up that conversation. Go look at what your kids are looking at or go look at what your friends are looking at. I'm an avid CrossFitter. I post on my account all the time things that I'm doing in CrossFit. I'm not really ever giving tips or telling you how to. In fact, I post a lot of stuff where I'm dropping the bar or I'll make fun of my form because nothing's perfect. And I try and just keep it real and transparent out there. I am a coach. I've been a high-end athlete. We've gone to the games. We've been a D1 college athlete, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't mean I'm every single movement I'm doing is perfect. In fact, some of my lifting form is pretty terrible just because I'm tired and whatever. But I'm not out there telling you this is how you do it. I'm showing you what I can do and what I am doing. And at no point I'm saying do it like me. I'm just saying here's me doing work. And that's kind of what it's about and what I'm doing. And I actually like that it's imperfect because I am imperfect. And that is the freaking truth. So if you're you know, digesting this content, pay attention to what it is. And this isn't just for young people people. I've had fellow CrossFitters get off Instagram. They talk about it. They're saying my mental health was going down. There's so much comparison going on, even as a 20, 30, 40, 50 year old. The second you feel like you're comparing or it needs something where you just need a break, take it, walk away. It's really, really hard, even for grounded, secure humans to not get in this loophole of comparison of what's going on. If you're constantly exposing yourself to these messages, it's unhealthy. I don't care how secure you are, how good you are at things, whatever. I get in, I, I follow my people, but I don't even really follow a lot of famous people. I don't follow a lot of athletes. I don't do, I don't watch a lot of stories. I get in, I get out. I very much appreciate social media and how it can connect me to my friends that are, you know, 2000 miles away or overseas or whatever, or it offers, you know, cost and time effective opportunity for my businesses. There's so much upside to social media and I limit the amount of time that I'm on there posting, consuming, whatever. So don't be afraid to walk away and just take a break or get off it all together. You're not going to die if you're not on social media. I promise you. And again, there's someone that advocates for it, but trust your gut and take a break if need be. Okay. Uh, make a point to follow accounts that focus on finding joy and confidence in movement itself, but be wary of fit influencers who share before and after photos that highlight fat loss or images or glistening abs or, uh, disembodied legs that treat their body parts like objects that need to be perfected. Kelly K. Roberts, a running coach and body positive fitness fitness influencer based in New York City who has nearly 70,000 followers on Instagram, initially built a following by posting images that charted her 
own physical appearance changed through running. But when she discovered that her own social media habits were causing her to fixate on her weight, she switched to posting about running for the fun of running. Anytime you post about your body, you're giving people an opportunity to self-compare and self-objectify, she said. You'll rarely see me talking about my body anymore. I My body anymore. I just exist in it. To find accounts that focus on movement, search hashtags like hashtag joyful movement, hashtag intuitive movement, hashtag inclusive movement, and hashtag body positive fitness. Seek out fitfluencers with official credentials. You're best off following professionals who have formally trained in the field you are interested in, said Cedric Boyant, the president and chief science officer of the American Council of Exercise. You can't rely on the number of likes that a person has or number of followers as being an indicator of the quality of their advice, he said. Instead, look for references to their credentials and experience whether it's a master's degree or a coaching certificate, be wary of influencers who offer advice outside of their expertise. Dr. Boyant said, particularly regarding diet and nutrition, even if a person has fitness credentials, if they don't also have proper training and nutrition, I would tread carefully, he says. Make sure they're staying in their lane. So this is big. And again, another reason we started turmeric and tequila. I've worked with a ton of influencers. A lot of them have been absolutely phenomenal. And then some, not so much, you know, there was, they look beautiful on Instagram or, or, you know, even LinkedIn or whatever. It's all this, you know, pictured perfect ab. It looks like a certain thing, but on the back end, there are, there is disordered eating. There are psychological issues. There is a lot of not eating happening, going on and just starvation. And this goes for the guys too. So not all that glitters is gold. You've got to lean in, look for those credentials. And even in 2023 now, you can buy the blue check. So that doesn't necessarily mean that they're qualified. Do your digging. And I actually think our young people are good about this. They know how to look on your resume, look on your own website, see what your credentials are, see what you've done, and then watch how these influencers, fit influencers, speak and then the messages they share and see how they're sharing. And always be weary as a marketing person that works with a lot of strategic partnerships when they're showing something and then selling something. That's fine. A lot of them are really good at their business and they, they are, they're good about working with people they believe in, but there's still that a lot. So there's still a lot that aren't. And just because they have millions of followers does not mean they are credible. I cannot stress this enough. This we've weeded out a lot of the BS over the past five, six, seven years. But in the back in the day, if they had a million followers, it was most likely because they were good looking and naked on Instagram and people responding. The funny thing is, if you actually get into the marketing research on that, when some of these guys that were naked and whatever, they had to be, you know, slinging protein drinks or supplements. Not a lot of sales were happening in comparison to their following because it's a lot of basement creepers looking at weird photos. They're not going to buy your $17 protein shake or supplement. They're just here for your naked photos. So that doesn't serve you as an influencer either. You don't need to be naked all the time doing the most. Wrap it up, get the right partners and get clear about what you're talking about and get a credential if you don't already have it. So there you go. Look for influencers who feature a range of body types, ages, and abilities. Fitness looks different for everyone despite long-held cultural misconceptions about exercise and body shape and size. Seeing a range of body types engaging in fitness activities is key is a key step in moving away from the stereotype that fitness is just for the young, thin, completely able-bodied people, Dr. English says. The more our fitness feeds feature a diversity of bodies, the more we can expand our idea about what we ourselves are capable of, she said, and the more comfortable we are trying new things. So this is really awesome. Even when I was in CrossFit, when I was competing, it was about 2011 to like 2015 when I really got into it. Missed the mark as an individual literally by one place a couple times. 
And I remember my coach at one point saying, you know, we need to do your nutrition or that's a piece of it. All of these athletes look a certain reason, look a certain way for a reason. And it's always stuck with me. Thankfully, I was a secure person. I was never like the super lean, ripped, cut ab person. Even when I was counting my macros, even when I, I was never really counting my macros back then, but I was really watching what I ate and like being intentional and not no starvation by any means. Like it was always calculated fueling because you need to fuel, especially for something like CrossFit. But I was really watching. So I was at my leanest and I was still never looking like how all these CrossFitters look. And I was still one of the top in the world. So I didn't look like how they looked. And it would still kind of mess with me psychologically, even being grounded. I never went into starvation. I never went into anything crazy because I really did. Thank God I was over 30 and I knew my body. I'd been a D1 athlete. Like I'd been at the top in other arenas and I, I never was, you know, doing anything drastic. But not everyone had the experience that I had or was 30 years old. You know, if you're 19 and you're impressionable and you're hearing stuff like, well, everyone looks a certain way, you know, do this. You know, that's, that's one statement that can completely change your life. So this diversified situation of body representation is really critical please if your kiddos are out there in training go look what some of the top uh athletes look like they don't all look super ripped or look a certain way or look a certain you know gender color sexual orientation like the diversity is out there and if it's not being shown on that instagram account get off of it there's too many people saying too good of things to settle for the trash so just be mindful of it look for the diversity and i like the beginning of this when it just said trust your gut if you're looking for good people, look who we've had on Tumor Tequila. We've had some amazing fitfluencers. We've had amazing businesses that are coming on that are really mission-driven and doing things the right way, trying to work with the best people, not because of how they look, not because of their uh, the amount of following, but how they walk through this world and how they speak and what they believe in and their core values. You know we're going to have more coming up on core values because that of all the training I've ever done in my life, from influencers to supplements to brain training to brain mapping, whatever, the core values are the biggest piece. So if you understand what core values are, great. If not, go back to that intuitive thing, whether it's a business, an influencer, a fit influencer or whatever. See how you feel about something. See if their core values align with what you're doing and then follow and consume their messages accordingly. Be mindful of all of it. Cheers to all the influencers in the fitness world that are doing a good job. They're working overtime to give the right messages, give the proof, show the good, bad, and ugly, all the real sides. And, you know, just sharing what they're, you know, passionate about. The fitness side of things is so awesome. You know, we're here for nutrition and training. And it's for everybody at any level, at any age, in any arena. Make it fit and work for you. And then lean out and get the information and the social media stuff that supports your cause and your mission that feels right to you. That they are Again, they check these boxes of diversity, the different messages. It's not all about what they're selling. It's not about secret thinness. It's really about them as a human being. There's a lot of great people doing a lot of great things that can be really inspirational for your journey. And if you dig in that likely look like you and have a similar mission to what you do. So find people that really align with your values and your heart space and your mission and let them be a supplement to your journey. You don't need all those other supplements. Just get good inspiration, get good humans around you. I'm ever thankful for all the fitness people that come in my world. So many of them have come through CrossFit. We don't look the same. We're not lifting the same. We don't, you know, have the same outfits. We don't have the same goal in fitness, but it's always phenomenal humans that at the very base just want to show up for that class and become a better person. Whether that means using no weight at all, totally modifying the workout. Maybe they're injured and they're just hanging out and talking and they're just there to catch good vibes. Whatever, at the very minimum, how different we all are, we are all there to level up a little bit better in that 60 minutes of fitness training and is the most beautiful, magical thing. So go get out there, get in classes or get even on Facebook chats or internet chats and get around people like that that are leveling up regardless of where your level of training is. 
and get around motivated humans because we're here for the fitness industry. We're here for fitness influencers. You just got to weed them out just like society. You know what? There's assholes everywhere. <laughs> pick pick the right people. Be mindful. Protect your heart. Protect what you're consuming nutrition-wise, energy-wise, social media-wise, all of it. Okay. If someone pulled my string on fitness influencers, that's what I have for you today. I know I talked fast on this one because it fires me up because there's so much power in it. But if it's doing fitness, fit-fluencing, fitness influencing, I'm going to quit saying it, for good... There is so much power in it. So go find your community, go find your truck, and let's continue to level, level up together. Cheers. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time, and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.